Profile Series. I am your host, Matt Hicks, the FF Educator, joined by John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar, to break down Old Miss running back Zach Evans. We're going to talk about his tape. We're going to talk about the stats. We're going to talk fantasy football projection. And John, I'm excited to get into Zach Evans because like many folks here, we're on different sides of the of the opinion here on Zach Evans. So this is going to be a really good episode here to give a, a little bit of the pros, a little bit of the cons, and hopefully you can walk away with a better idea and a better ability to make up your own opinion on this exciting prospect, John, but definitely still a flawed prospect. So why don't you go ahead and give us an introduction to Evans? I've been watching and reading about this young man basically since 2019, Matt. He was a five-star prospect coming out of high school. I mean, what an incredible high school resume. He was the first five-star signee in TCU's football history. He was ranked by 24-7 Sports as the number two runner nationally, number 16 overall player in the country, and he was the top recruit in Texas. I mean, he if you like the high school recruiting process, he was on everyone's radar at that point. He closed out his high school career with nearly 5,000 yards rushing and 76 touchdowns. He was selected to the Under Armour All-American game in 2019, and he chose TCU over Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Texas A&M. I mean, the SEC wanted this young man on the field and it was like a last minute switch and people were shocked you know that the horn frogs got zach evans he's going to their program now, As now john i think it's important to point out that there was a little bit more to that recruitment right to be fair it, oh he, yeah it may have been the other way around there were some character concerns so maybe academic concerns so none of that substantiated but i think it's important you know that's part of his profile yeah, I just I was sliding it under the, the turf. <laughs> just want to make sure we're on the DL. <laughs> As a true freshman in 2020, he was third on the team with 415 yards rushing, and he scored four touchdowns. That was a nice start. As a true freshman, what was very hopeful and pointed towards future success, Matt? He averaged 7.7 yards a carry. That was the fourth best nationally by a true freshman in a Power Five conference over the last six seasons. So he really did stand out from an efficiency and production standpoint when he had the ball. The per carry ranked second for the season all time in TCU history and second nationally for a true freshman with a minimum of 50 rushes in the FBS since 2020. So he really did flash if you were watching him at TCU that year. And 2012, 21, sorry, he had some very big moments for the Horn Frogs. Against California, he was the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Week with 190 yards rushing. 
And in the classroom, he was second team academic all Big 12. When you looked at the raw numbers at the very end, he, he had 92 carries for 648 yards and five touchdowns. Still looking strong, but not hitting the ceiling that we had hoped for. Matt, he changed. He moved over to Mississippi. I don't think anyone thought about it. I didn't expect it. I should say that. And he ends up on the in the old Rebs uniform. And I expected absolute monster season last year for Mississippi. However, he ended up the year with 936 yards on 144 carries and nine touchdowns. So he has never exceeded the 1,000 yards rushing in any season in college. He lost the job basically to a freshman, Quinshawn Jenkins. So there was a lot of discussion. Why was Quinshawn Jenkins getting the touches? And Quinshawn Jenkins, I think he had over 1,300 yards of memory serves me. So we had explosion from a freshman in an old Miss uniform. Matt, I see what people like. There's a lot of things to like on tape. What did your tape analysis say about Zach Evans? Yeah, Zach Evans' tape is amazing. It really is. If you're just talking about his pure tape, there's a lot of reasons to get excited about him. You know, he's a very smooth one-cut runner in terms of his style, and it pops right off the tape. It's impossible to watch, you know, three, four games of Zach Evans and not get excited about him as a prospect. I think what's excited, exciting about Evans is that although, John, he's not going to – you know, necessarily come in at, at, you know, 6'2", 235. I mean, he's going to come in around 215, 220, and he plays with good lower body strength and potentially more exciting is his contact balance. You know, his ability to run in between the tackles in the SEC, stand up against SEC linebackers and shake off tackles. I mean, multiple times, John, you watch his tape and it takes multiple guys to drag him to the ground. That's an exciting projection to see for somebody who is really, I feel like labeled more as an athletic runner than a power runner, right? So it's a really fun combination. I love his elusiveness, John, and he has what I call subtle elusiveness, right? He's not going to, you know, juke the guy out of his shoes. He's not going to hit him with the spin move, right? He's not going to smash the B button on a guy, but he has very subtle movements at the last minute. He'll break. He'll make a guy miss. Uh, and I love that type of elusiveness, right? Uh, it, it helps uh, really enforce his ability to work uh, inside the tackles. Now, there's going to be a lot of questions about his vision, John, and I think that's ultimately where it comes down to, right? With Zach Evans, if you like his tape profile, it's probably whether or not you like his vision. And for me, it's not surprising then that we're so divided. Uh, we as a general fantasy football community are so divided on whether or not we like Zach Evans because vision is the hardest trait to break down on a prospect. At any position, I don't care. It's difficult. It's difficult to assess vision. And I think that's something even NFL scouts struggle with, right? So for me, you know, we could dissect it. We could talk about different things. But one of the parts of, of vision that I, you know, kind of factor into that broad category is decisiveness, John. And Zach Evans doesn't always see the field the best, but he's a decisive runner. And there are so many running backs who struggle because they get caught up, you know, dancing behind the line of scrimmage. 
Evan sees the hole, he hits the hole. And I think that's a trait that translates well to the next level. So although he doesn't have the best vision score for me, you know, I do factor in that decisiveness. And an underrated pass catcher, John, right? I think he's a good extension of the old Miss passing game. I absolutely think he could hold up in the passing game. So we've talked about an athletic runner. We've talked about a powerful runner, uh, good size. And we've talked about somebody who can be an extension of the passing game. John, that's a potential three down back projection. And how many of these guys can we actually make? So although there's legitimate flaws with his production profile, there's enough upside on tape to get me excited. Absolutely here. But let's talk a little bit more about that production profile because we're talking about both sides of things here. And we got to be fair to the other side of the argument. I do think there will be a team that falls in love with him because I see the explosiveness. However, I do see some red flags. And one thing that I believe in, Matt, NFL scouts like runners who've proven in college that they can carry the offense. And there are a couple, two big red flags in my model. His highest season of scrimmage yards was only 992, and that was this year for the Rebels. And look at his scrimmage yards dominator, Matt. He has never gone out there and actually proven on the field that he can handle that big workload, a.k.a. Jonathan Taylor. And that's one of the reasons why I love Jonathan Taylor so much coming out. And it's not the only, it's just a data point. But you look at Evans here, and I have two data points that are concerning to me. Obviously, I love the size and the weight. He fits the profile of your bell cow NFL running back. Yards per carry, Matt, I cannot argue. There is the explosion. Seven yards per carry, and that includes a year at the SEC when he had a very high average. So that is a huge, tremendous bonus. I mean, I see that, and that's amazing, Matt. But his career rushing yards are only 1,962. But that's related that he has never really carried the offense. All those numbers are interconnected. Now, I do think he's a better receiver than we have on film, but we only have 26 career receptions. But I do think one team, you only have to have one team fall in love with a big back with explosion like this. I just have my questions, and he's lower down my rankings than most. Matt, what's your fantasy footballers know? John, when it comes to prospects like this, right, where there's exciting upside, we have some realistic hesitations here, some yellow flags, as I'd call them. One of the things that I am not afraid to do as a fantasy football analyst is air to what the NFL tells us, right? So let's get an idea of where his draft capital is. Let's get an idea of how they see him in an offense, right? Does a team like Miami draft Zach Evans? If they do, John, they're telling us that they're not worried about that, that production profile in the sense of they think he could be the guy because there's nobody else on that offense, right? Or does Zach Evans go to a team where, you know, he's maybe more realistically splitting workload, right? Maybe he goes to Philadelphia where they have Kenny Gainwell and they like Kenny Gainwell, right? So my point here is I currently have him projected in day two late 51 to 102 overall, but let's see what the NFL tells us when it comes to Zach Evans. Sometimes that's the best path forward on prospects that we're split on. 
I do think his ADP is going to end up as a late first round pick because I do think he's going to get that draft capital that's going to keep folks hooked. And I think there's going to be somebody in your league who loves his upside. He's not going to let him slip to the second round. So 109 to 112 in a super flex is where I have him. I think he ultimately finishes as a running back two projection, right? So, you know, somebody who's coming in as running back 18, running back 25, you know, in that range, all the way up to running back 30, and just kind of giving you, you know, a, a good week in, week out production, right? Maybe some weeks are bigger, maybe some weeks are a little bit more of a dud. Um, but I, I expect to have good exposure to him. If he gets to the second round, I'm absolutely taking him there. I'm willing to draft him late first round into that ADP range that I'm projecting. You know, I, I have his fantasy football comp right now is Miles Sanders. And I think, you know, his trajectory over the course of his career might be a little bit like Miles Sanders. And I'm talking value here. I'm not talking about running back style at all. But, you know, Sanders early on in his career was a guy that a lot of folks were in on, a lot of folks were out on, and we kind of went back and forth and that kind of fluctuated his value and kind of swung it pretty widely. I wouldn't be surprised if Evans comes into the league with some volatility behind his value, and I wouldn't be surprised if that swings back and forth here with some big games and maybe some disappointing games over the course of his rookie career. Either way, John, he's an absolutely uh, enticing prospect. He's somebody we're going to be watching and talking about a lot over the next couple months on YouTube, on Twitter, and certainly in the Rookie Big Board Discord as well. If you want to get in on that discussion, get in on the Rookie Big Board Discord, get access to our rookie rankings here. You can see where John has them a lot lower ranked than where I have them a lot higher ranked. Head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board. Get that access for just three bucks a month or save 15% off now with an annual membership. And as always, we appreciate you checking out this episode of the Rookie Big Board. 